You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Vredestein Pinza AT. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What is up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire for Thursday, November 10th. We are inching closer to the World Cup. We had the great podcast yesterday with Alexi Lalas, former U.S. national team star. I can call him a star, right? And then we got hit. After the podcast dropped, like mm, six hours later, with the U.S. national team roster being announced, just some two stunners, absolute stunners I'll get to in a moment. Um, In addition to that, we have a great guest today, Bruce Feldman, college football guy. Talk a little bit about Michigan, Ohio State, what the hell is the deal with TCU. It's a spirited college football chatter. This is kind of a... It's an okay weekend in college football. Next weekend is very good. And then, of course, Thanksgiving weekend is going to be pretty, pretty epic. So we'll discuss that stuff with Feldman. I will touch on the Thursday night football game. Not a good one. I don't think I'm going to do any NBA today. Uh, A little disappointed in Trey Young and the Hawks. Last night we had a big upset in college basketball. Louisville losing to, I don't even know what that school's name is. I think they're Division Two. I don't think they're Division Three. I just saw the score, quickly scanned it. I was like, what the hell is this? But first, I got to start with the U.S. national team. So you guys could tell I'm into soccer, right? I have a minority stake in a team in Liga MX, Nicoxa. 
Obviously, I follow Nick, uh, Nick Coxa closely and Liga MX very closely. I like MLS. I, I like soccer. I played soccer. I play some dad soccer or try to now. In my advanced age, I don't have the speed I once did, but um, valuable reserve off the bench, energy guy who can try to get you a goal or two off the, off the pine. But I got to say, it, it's pretty heartbreaking when the U.S. announces who made the cut and who didn't. And I know like the real soccer dudes, I was texting a buddy of mine who is like a hardcore Premier League guy, follows you know West Ham, he's deep into it. And he's, you know, understanding, like, hey, hey the guy, these guys who got cut didn't make the cut. Like, they're having a nice career, making a lot of money. They're all good. But from, you know, my perspective, like, Zach Steffen, the goalie, we talked about him yesterday with Lawless. This guy's been working for this forever. He's gotten to the top in the club world. And he's struggling. But still, he's at, like, the top team in the world. And... He was expected to, I mean, he was expected to be the backup goalie at worst. Didn't even make the team. That's just gut-wrenching. Remember, U.S. did not make the World Cup in 2018. So, Stefan would have been on that team. And here he is now, basically, with the team throughout qualifying and now doesn't make the team. I'm just stunned. And I I would say that applies to Paul Areola, who, I think he's going to be 31 by 2026. So, he's still got a shot to make the team. You have to assume he was one of the final cuts. Very solid player. He actually spent some time in Liga MX. Uh, Very good player with DC United. But I thought the one that shocked me more than anyone was Ricardo Pepe. Absolute stunner. I mean, this guy, three goals in qualifying. We know he can get get buckets. He's just a goal scorer. I like his style, everything about him. He's an up-and-comer. I like him so much when I started a franchise in FIFA. I got him. Even though he wasn't even good in the game, I got him and played him just because I liked him. I like watching him on the national team. And to not even make the team was stunning. The guy they picked up, I legitimately, we did not talk about him with Stu Holden. We did not talk about him with Alexi Lalas. And, if, you know, frankly, I'm not that familiar with, I don't, I don't even know if I, how to pronounce his first name correctly, but I guess it's Haji Wright. Listen, this guy obviously is a very good player. Um... H-A-J-I, Haji. Yeah, he's playing in the Turkish League. Obviously, on the surface, six foot three, can get up in the air, athletic as hell, got some skills, makes the team. Do you know how many woke up qualifiers you played in? Zero. So Greg Bolter, Berhalter did not have much time to analyze him in, what, the two years that it took to qualify for the World Cup? But then in the camp, he saw something he liked and took him? That's a little sus on my end. Well, I guess we'll see. It's either going to be sus or it's going to be one of the greatest calls ever for the U.S. Well, not the greatest ever. But it's going to be, he's going to look very smart and forward-thinking because, hey, we got this guy that really nobody had. It's, it's like in the NBA draft or the NFL draft where out of left field, Bill Belichick will take Cole Strange. People are like, what the hell? He was projected like a third-rounder. How did he get drafted? You know, one of those deals. I didn't hear anybody with Haji Wright making the World Cup roster. But uh, listen, maybe he goes in, maybe he gets a goal or two, and the U.S. advances, and Berhalter looks like a genius. I hope that's what happens. Listen, I'm rooting for the U.S., obviously, but um, you know, tough one for Pepe. He will be on the team in 2026. I mean, the guy's too talented not to make it. All right, moving on from soccer. In the NFL, the game and the injury that everybody's talking about, Josh Allen, boy, it's starting to look worse, folks. The line has been cratering. 
as you see, remember, it's weird. I had loved the Bills in this spot, and then the injury happened, and the game's not listed Sunday. Then you start to see it at 7.5, and, and once it, 7.5 in Vegas, and then once it hits books you can actually bet on, whether you're offshore or in a state with gambling, seeing it 5.5, and, and Josh Allen doesn't do media on Tuesday, and you're like, oh, Wednesday practice, no Josh Allen. McDermott, very little to say on his quarterback. And now you see the line down to three and a half. And it's sounding like this UCL injury, which, listen, if you've got an MVP candidate and a superstar quarterback, he's got a bright future. He is the face of the franchise. You don't need to force him to play against the Minnesota Vikings. It's a, Come on, it's one game. Now, if it becomes two games, okay. Number one seed in jeopardy. If it becomes three games, geez. We'll see what Case Keenum can do, but this Josh Allen thing is huge. This is massive news. And listen... If you're the Green Bay Packers, you know, you were thinking, okay, hey, we beat Dallas, Buffalo beats Minnesota, we trim a game, we're right back in this thing, let's go. Uh, there's no side of that whatsoever. And by the way, the Packers are walking wounded. I, I think the NFC North is done. I don't know about you guys. I think it's cooked. I think Minnesota has it locked up. Packers are in deep, deep doo-doo. But I, I just, this Josh Allen stuff is interesting. No, I'm not getting overly excited about the Jets possibly winning the division. That's silly. I mean, we got to still get to the playoffs first. Yes, I could say we. They're the one team I really root for. Um, Jets on a bye. Patriots on a bye. Both teams come out of it. Don't get me with the trends on what Bill Belichick is off a of bye. I'm sure it's great. Okay? I don't need to hear it. Let a boy dream. Let me dream about the potential of coming out of the bye, going to New England, and shocking the Patriots. Zach Wilson finally has a decent game against Belichick. Maybe it happens, right? Is there a chance? And this Josh Allen thing, what if it's a three-week injury? All of a sudden, Jets winning the AFC? Is there any chance of that? Okay, okay. I've been dreaming long enough. I need to snap back into reality. Um, All right, but let's get to our— Actually, you know what? Instead of saving the best bet— for the end of the podcast, because I know there's some of you sneaky guys out there who just want to fast forward to the bets and tail me. We have been great on primetime games this year. I'll tell you what I bet here. I have the under 42 and a half, and I'm leaning Falcons. Check the weather. It's looking like there is going to be rain during the game. It's looking like there will be some winds, 15 to 20 miles an hour, gusts up to 26. If you Hunt around the internet. You can get on-field weather reports for the state Bank of America Stadium. And I'm just going to go ahead and guess P.J. Walker and Marcus Mariota are going to be handing off a lot. Now, these aren't good defenses by any stretch. So there's a chance that the run game uh, leads to a, you know, a bunch of 50-yard runs. And listen, I'm starting uh, Foreman in fantasy. I'm starting Cord Patterson. So I'm kind of rooting for points, which goes against my under. But... I just, I'm going to go ahead and guess that they're going to stack the line of scrimmage. I'm surprised Baker Mayfield didn't get the start. I guess P.J. Walker beat, in air quotes, the Falcons last time, so you might as well give him a shot to do it again. That was indoors, by the way, and a lot of chicanery late in the game, went to overtime. Uh, So under 42.5 for me, and I'm leaning to the Falcons. Obviously, I want to see what's going on before the game um, on, on the injury front, inactives. You know, some of these Thursday games, wacky stuff happens, uh, late scratches, We'll see, but I'm a leaning Falcons. As for our guest, let's get to him, Bruce Feldman of Fox Sports and The Athletic. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. 
Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of general tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their general tire, test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. You know a guy. Jason likes to think he knows everything when it comes to sports. I know what sports fans want. But for everything he doesn't, he knows a guy who does. Let's just say I know a guy who knows a guy who knows another guy. All right, let's welcome in to Straight Fire a guy you guys know, college football maven reporter. He's at The Athletic. He's at Fox on television. He has a tough one this weekend, Indiana, Ohio State. Bruce Feldman, how are you, man? I'm doing great, Jason. Good to be on with you. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a minute. Uh, college football starting to get down to crunch time, right? Where the, the playoff rankings came out on Tuesday night. I know people were into the election. I was not. Um, I, you know, I, I don't want to start a college football podcast with TCU, but Bruce, like that's kind of the team right now that people are talking about. Can they get in the playoff? And then you look at the spread this week against Texas. There's seven point underdogs on the road against the Longhorns. Yeah, we had them last week uh, at home against Texas Tech, who was a 500 team, and they had their hands full. Now, they were without, from almost the entire game, their their most dynamic player, and that's Quentin Johnston, who's this freak receiver who was uh, tweaked his ankle. It was a kind of a little bit of an issue coming into the game, and they missed them, right? Um, I think it's a explosive team. They're a really fast team. They're not great on defense, but Sonny Dykes has done a terrific job there in his first year, 9-0. and uh, I think part of why people look at that that conference and it's really anybody can beat anybody. Now that Kansas is improved into being more than just respectful, they're a pretty good team. You look at it as like, okay, West Virginia is probably the worst team in the league. TC right now you'd say is the best team because everybody else after them has like three losses at best. But, you know, the, all the talent level is pretty close. And you sit there and see a Texas team, which, you know, we saw early in the season, they probably should have beat Alabama, you know? And so they're, they're talented. I mean, they have good skill guys. I don't think they have a good defense either, but it'll be a fun game. And um, I'm curious to see, because after that, then TCU, if they get by that, then they have Baylor, who's pretty good. And, yeah. you know, pretty much anybody can beat anybody in that league. Yeah, the Big 12 is strange. I am curious, any word on if Johnson, who I had in the first round of my mock for Fox Sports, I think he's, he's 6'4", right? This guy's good. Any yeah, word if he's going to play? Yeah, um, they expect him right now to go. Um, so we'll see. I mean, obviously, they could really use him. They have, they have a lot of speed outside, I think. He, you know, he is just a difference maker. They have another receiver who's even bigger and almost as fast, but it's there. When you watch them, it's their, you know, their first 25, 30 players probably match up really well with any other really, you know, elite team. It's just, I think after that, there's a, there's, there's some depth issues. And I am curious cause you just saw them. I know you do a lot of NFL draft stuff. You do the freaks list. Uh, is Max um, a mid round quarterback? Is he a stick a flyer in the second round? I like what I've seen this year, a uh, veteran, uh, but I, I, I don't know, something about him. I, I just don't, it doesn't scream like, okay, this guy is going to be like, even like a Desmond Ritter or um, I, who, who's another backup that was drafted last year. We haven't seen him yet. Um, there, there's another quarterback out there uh, besides Ritter in, in Atlanta. But at any rate, where are you on Max? So he's talent. He's athletic. He can really run. He's a guy who will hit, you know, 20, almost 22 on the GPS. He can, he can roll, but, and he's a tough kid. 
he played pretty well as a freshman, then had some health issues uh, for a while and, and and was up and down. He's played really well this season. Last week, he was struggling seeing things a little bit. I mean, the thing with him, you watch, and we saw this early in the game, he took a big hit when he was running. It was just a huge collision. And um, he was just, uh, you know, it wasn't probably his, it was probably one of his worst games of the season. He mm-hmm. has another year of eligibility. But it, he's a guy who it probably helps him if he stays another year there to just continue to play because it would be a second year in the system with Sonny Dykes and Garrett Riley, the offensive coordinator. My guess is if he came out this year, I think the concerns would be accuracy, a little bit of how well he sees it. Um, my guess is he would probably be somewhere in the you know fourth to sixth round. Yeah. If he stayed more, more time, I think he would probably get drafted a lot higher. Yeah, we've seen a couple guys, whether it's Burrow popping the second year at LSU, Hendon Hooker um, doing some crazy things at Tennessee. Like, the veterans, Kenny Pickett, right? He was drafted, I think, yeah. at, what, 24 years old, 23 or 24? So, you know, being old isn't isn't a death sentence like it used to be in college football, right? It's not, especially if you're going to be a quarterback who has a lot of question marks and you get in that fifth or sixth round. Yeah, obviously, Tom Brady, it worked out, but there's a lot of other quarterbacks where maybe they haven't played that much or, you know, what you're going to see, especially this draft, I it'll it'll definitely be better for quarterbacks than last year's. Last year's wasn't good. You know, some people are going to say next year's quarterback draft will be even better than this one. But I'm sitting there looking, going, all right, you're going to have Bryce Young. You are going to have C.J. Stroud. You're going to have Will Levis. I mean, there are there are a bunch of guys who I think will be somewhere in the first round. You know, Hendon Hooker, his age is another you know thing that'll get talked about. But it's like, you know, we see quarterbacks playing when they're older. I, it's not like, you know, oh, wow, he's 24 and he's you know, going to be in an old age home, like he's gotten a lot better. (laughs) And so I I think, you know, then there's other ones, you know, like, I don't know. I don't know how high Stetson Bennett gets drafted, but he can play. Wow. You think he gets drafted? I think he would. I I don't know how high because his size isn't great, but look, there's a lot of uh, quarterbacks and I'm not trying to say he's Bryce Young or he's Kyler. He's a really good athlete. His arm isn't isn't a wow arm, but he can make a lot of throws. He's playing against high level competition. Like I would not at all be surprised if Stetson Bennett stuck on a roster. He may be a six round pick because people look at him and go, "All right, he's not this and not that." You know, he's probably going to run as you know in the four sixes. I would guess, and his arm is pretty good, and he's played a ton of big games. And so, and by the way. You know, he does not have the same caliber of receivers. He has tight ends, but he does not have the same caliber of receivers that certainly C.J. Stroud has at Ohio State. So, again, I'm, a great not, point. I'm not jumping on the table to say Stetson Bennett's yeah. going to be a second or third round pick, but hey, Stetson Bennett, yeah. I bet, will play in the NFL. Have, I'm just curious, you know, have you ever interviewed him? Is he a legit 6-0 or is he a little under? I've seen him in person. I would say eh, he's around there. Like Okay. You know, I don't think he's smaller than, you know, he's taller than Kyler. Now, Kyler a, a, is a really, you know, can really fly. But there are mm-hmm. shorter, shorter quarterbacks than him yeah. that have made it in the NFL. It's just, it's weird. Um, who was the kid at Missouri that now is like a, a punchline? Chase line? Daniel. Uh, Ch- Chase Daniel stuck in the league for a decade making money. Brian Hoyer undrafted. He's in like year 15. Like, if you can be a, a I know they call him a program guy in, in college football. But there, there's such thing as a program guy in the NFL, right? You, you know how to hold a clipboard. You're good at in the locker room. 
and you're cool being the backup. Like you can make a lot. And of this money. guy led them to a national title. That's I mean they hadn't won a national title there in forever. Now the defense was was all time talent, yeah. but again you know like he made a bunch of big throws and a bunch you know in a bunch of key moments and and people will doubt him and you know you know again he's somebody I was like I would not write him off as like oh this is some just like game manager who has who really doesn't run or really does like he can run and he can throw on the run you know I, again i don't think anyone will say oh yeah i'm going to take him in the second or third round but i could see him getting drafted late and like late in draft and sticking all right so we're about three-fourths of the way through the season I, nobody would argue um georgia the best team in the country there is some debate over two or three the michigan ohio state debate gets interesting michigan has played literally nobody um ohio state has played Notre Dame in the season opener. Lots changed for Notre Dame since then. They got some bad losses, but a nice win over Clemson. I'm curious where right now you, what's your vibe on Ohio State and Michigan? Because you re- recently wrote about Michigan and an interesting character on Harbaugh's staff. Um, I kind of lean Michigan right now, but again, uh, I can be swayed here over the next couple weeks. Michigan has been more impressive. We've had Michigan four times, our crew, and we've had Ohio State twice. We've seen them both beat Penn State. Um, now, granted, Ohio State had to play them at Happy Valley. That's a tougher environment. But Michigan just just absolutely mauled them. They dominated both lines of scrimmage. And Michigan is really physical. I think they're playing really well. I mean, the, the nature of that story that you were talking about. So really, one thing I was looking into is like going into last year, Jim Harbaugh is on the hottest seat in the country. He had to take a massive pay cut. They were two and four, and that's without having to play Ohio State in the pandemic year because the game got canceled. So they probably would have been two and five if that game happened. And people were writing him off. And now all of a sudden, since then, they're 21 and two. They're 14 and one in the Big Ten. And so what what exactly changed there, right? And the biggest reason, you know, from the people, all the people I talked to inside the program, players, coaches, staff, certainly Jim Harbaugh, is Harbaugh's right-hand man. And it's this, this guy in his early 60s named Biff Poggi, <laughs> who is a former, like, wildly successful high school coach in Baltimore, who, by the way, made a fortune as a hedge fund manager. So he wasn't even taking a salary as a high school coach. And he's this guy everybody respects. He's kind of, you know, the guy who, who really created and established the culture at Michigan. And did it in a way, and people, if you read the story in The Athletic, you'll kind of get an understanding of how exactly that works, because it sounds like lip service, and then you see the dynamic of the things he did. And also, but I think this team plays with a sense of urgency and a physicality, and you get a little window into that in the story as well, about how that came about and what changed, right? And this team plays a lot more like Jim Harbaugh's Stanford teams when he had that thing rolling than it did earlier in his tenure where they were pretty good, but definitely a notch below Ohio State. Whereas Ohio State, you watch them and their defense is better under Jim Knowles, the new defensive coordinator, but we still don't know how good because they really haven't played anybody that good either. You know, Notre Dame's offense is not good at all, right? So especially at the beginning of the year, they just haven't seen anything yet. Whereas, um, you know, Michigan has just absolutely hammered people. And... I, what I'm curious to see, because Blake Corum, Michigan's running back, is looking like a legit Heisman running back. And yeah. I think the question when they play that game is, can J.J. McCarthy, who wasn't the starter last year, but is really athletic and is 
athletically an upgrade compared to what they had with Cade McNamara. Can he really get that Ohio State defense to take advantage and hit some big plays downfield? Because everything else they've been able to do in the Big Ten. And so I think, you know, for us, Thanksgiving weekend at Fox Sports, that is going to be a, an enormous game, if, mm-hmm. especially if they're both still undefeated at that point, which one plays Nebraska, you know, this weekend and and Ohio State plays Indiana. So, you know, mm-hmm. next week, Michigan has Illinois, who's pretty good. Yeah. But, you know, it'd be surprised if there's somebody who gets knocked off before that game. Yeah, Illinois, uh, I don't know if they're a paper tiger or not. They've got some great defensive stats, but against a weak competition. It's interesting in your article about Biff, he is kind of, everybody has like a guy behind the guy who they lean on, and it, it seems like a lot has changed since he's kind of got in, involved, if you will, in the offense. Um, I am curious, though, do you think this year's Michigan is better than last year's Michigan? Because they were awesome last year, right? Then they go to the playoff, and we know what happened against a loaded Georgia team. I, is, can this team get over the hump? We've seen, you know, Michigan's had some good runs. Obviously, these last two years are as good as it gets for Harbaugh. I think where they're better is on offense. They're more dangerous. So defensively, you had three first-round picks off that group. Obviously, Aiden Hutchinson was the was the headliner. Defensively, they're still really, really good. Uh, Mozzie Smith in the middle of the defensive line was the number one guy on our freaks list. He is a dominant player inside. They've had some other edge guys emerge. They've had younger players on the defense who can really run, step up, where I think they're better. They were really good on the offensive line. They're, I think they're even better this year on the offensive line. Blake Corum and Donovan Edwards is a different kind of one-two punch than than Donov- than Blake Corum um, last year with Hassan Haskins, where it was like, two really physical runners. Now you have a really physical runner who's really shifty and Blake Corum and then a home run hitter. I don't want to say he's Reggie Bush, but Donovan Edwards is a lightning kind of player. And he is, you know, again, I'm around Reggie every week, so it's in my head, but like he is a guy who could be a receiver and they use him as such. And the receiving core is way deeper now than it was last year. because, And in large part, they got Ronnie Bell, who is their best receiver and most reliable receiver who missed all last year because of injury. He's back. They're deeper. The quarterback, JJ is a fast kid. He might be sub four five, so he can burn defenses. You know, Cade was a good player. I think, I think JJ ultimately is a little more talented player. So we'll find out. Cause I mean, you know, they're going to get an Ohio state team, you know, that is, better on defense than the one that kind of limped into that matchup last year in the snow in Ann Arbor. Well, I, you mentioned the snow. I was going to go to last week's Ohio State game against Northwestern. I know the the, uh, the weather was not good, but I had a Ohio State buddy here who lives near us just kind of nervous as hell, seeing how poorly they played in the weather and like, oh my gosh, you know, last year it snowed against Michigan. We got destroyed. I, I don't. Is Ohio State built to handle bad weather against Michigan? You look at them, uh, physically see them in person. They have a massive offensive line, uh, and they have two talented running backs. Now, one of them, Travion Henderson, who's the more dynamic back, was not able to play last week. Mayan Williams is this kind of bowling ball who's who I think in some ways fits them. I think he's, I don't want to say more to what they need, but like he's the guy where you feel like, okay, he he's going to go north-south, whereas sometimes I think people around the conference think Mich- you know Ohio State – tends to run east-west a little, maybe more than maybe, you know, lose something in their identity. 
You know, you sit there, even without Jackson Smith and Jigba, who's barely played this season, Marvin Harrison Jr., you know, a number two guy on our freaks list, by the way, right behind Mozzie Smith. He's the he is the most gifted physical receiver that Ohio State has has had in this run. Now we can talk about, you know, Terry McLaurin and we can talk about the two rookies who came out. And obviously Michael Thomas has been, you know, terrific in his career in New Orleans. Marvin Harrison Jr. is bigger. He's probably faster. He's stronger. Um, he is a special talent. And they got a bunch of other dudes who are really, really good too. Um, but right now they have not, we have not seen their best game yet. And we're going to see if they can get to that point. I mean, right. I, I could see why Ohio state fans are, are getting a little bit, a little bit <laughs> nervous about this team. Well, they're also been spoiled, right? They've dominated Michigan. And then all of a sudden they lose last year. Now the running backs injured and uh, can we just call him JSN is down? He has five catches on the year. What, what's the deal? Are they, are they just holding him out waiting for the Michigan game? I think it's with a hamstring. You know, he played, we had them against Penn State. He he was back in that game, but he, I think he got a little bit, um, was a little gimpy at that point, and they shut him back down. And I think it's a case where now you they're going to make, you know, and him, they're going to make the determination what's in his, you know, best long-term interest. Yeah. It's a guy who I think, you know, would be ready to go to the NFL after this year. And hamstrings are, hamstrings are you know, tricky. How yeah. you know you aggravated and make it worse? You never know. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I since that Utah game, everybody was like, "Oh yeah, top ten lock next year." And I don't know. I mean, again, you see these guys in practice. You talk to the coaches. You, it's just weird to have somebody go from the one of the greatest bowl game performances ever for a receiver. What do you have? Like three hundred yards, three touchdowns. It was insane. And then he's like barely done anything this year because he's hurt and the NFL is looming. I don't know. What what is it bad for me to be a little conspiracy theorist on that? No, I think that you, when you have a guy like this, and we've seen it, you know, you go back a couple of years, you had, it was, granted, it was in the middle of the pandemic, but you had Jamar Chase, who had a remarkable sophomore year, second year at LSU, mm. and he didn't play in the pandemic. And then people were like, well, what's going to happen? Now, <laughs> he ended up going, what, in the top five, and yeah. he's been he's fantastic. Been right. <laughs> um, now, I don't think... Jamar Chase to me had a better, even better year than what Jackson Smith and Jigba had. But if you told me Jackson Smith and Jigba falls out of the top 20, I think whoever gets him past there is going to have a huge, huge um, find. And I think that would be a, that would be a gift because I think he's, he's going to be really good in the NFL. It's weird. The Ohio state quarterbacks have not matriculated to the NFL. Well, but the receivers, I mean, like you said, McLaurin, Wilson, Olave, like they've all been pretty damn good. Michael Thomas as well. You put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all terrain tires for on and off road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Goodyear tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Goodyear test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin.
TireRack.com the way tire buying should be. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Pretend for a moment that, let's go, Bryce Young and Will Anderson come to you and say, Bruce, you know, you're really connecting college football, connecting the NFL. You know, we're with the Tide. We've had two losses already. You know, we're not getting to the playoff. Well, maybe there's chaos. Maybe we get there. Bruce, what, what do you think? Should we should we keep playing? Should we play the Iron Bowl? I mean, Auburn stinks. They fired their coach. Should we play against Ole Miss? Like, we're going to be first-round picks, probably top 10. Bruce, Bryce Young, I might go first. What do you, Bruce Feldman, say when you hear something like that? I would, honestly, I would understand it if they didn't. We see, you know, bad in happen. 
whether it would be one that would be career you know ending no maybe not that page as much but like I mean, there's risk in anything in football you know if they're not to the playoff i would understand if they made that decision mm-hmm. i would be surprised if they made that decision because it doesn't seem like what either guy is like or is wired that way necessarily but again you know these are business decisions yeah. and you know wouldn't I, i'd be surprised but i, I guess i maybe i'd be shocked Matt Corral, I don't really want to bring him up because I don't know the specifics of his injury, but he got hurt in the bowl game. And then he goes to, he gets drafted by the Panthers. Then he goes to camp, gets hurt again. I don't know if it was the same injury, but this is a guy who may, I don't know if he had a first round grade, which you're hearing, but I thought he was a good quarterback in college. I think he's got a shot in the pros. I mean, Bryce Young is small, Bruce. He's what, 5'10, 5'11, maybe? Yeah. Look, I, I Bryce Young to me has less. There's some a little bit of concerns about off-field stuff with Matt Corral, maybe maturity-wise. And Matt Corral had some problems throwing interceptions the year before. Like Bryce Young is a no doubt better quarterback and better player. Um, and I think he will check all the boxes character-wise, leadership-wise. The durability is going to be concerned because he is small. He is smaller than, you know, than you know, people can compare him style-wise a little bit to Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson's a thick dude. He's like yeah. a short Pat Mahomes body type. Whereas, you know, I'm guessing uh, Russell Wilson's probably 30 pounds, you know, thicker and heavier than Bryce Young. So, you know, is Bryce Young is going to be as big as Drew Brees? Probably not even that, but he's a he's such a talented player. He's so accurate, sees the field incredibly well. Like going into this season, if you had asked me who would I think would be the first quarterback to go, him or CJ, I would have said CJ because CJ is 6'3-ish, almost 6'3", and he's every bit of 225, and he looks like an NFL quarterback physically. Yeah, You know, Bryce runs better. I think both guys are really smart. Both guys are extremely accurate. I don't think either one, you know, CJ has a has a good arm. It is not, you know, to me, it's in the Joe Burrow range. It's certainly not in the Pat Mahomes, Josh Allen, certainly not Justin Herbert. You know, it's a good arm. I don't even know if it's if it's you know if it's if it's quite as strong as as Joe Burrow's even. But he's he's really good, and I think the people I talk to inside Ohio State love his intelligence, and he's still a young kid. I think both of those guys. Um, definitely deserving of being top 15 picks. The you see more wow stuff from from Bryce yeah. Young to me. And I don't think Bryce Young, Bryce Young has way less talent around him right now than what CJ has. And he's also honestly going up against probably a little more talent on defense. All right, Bruce Feldman, college football at Fox Sports at the Athletic. Obviously, follow him. He's great and uh nice guy as well. Bruce, thanks a lot for taking the time, man. Appreciate it. Thanks, Jason. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., 
we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening.